Hey, and welcome to Dependisplaining, a very special bonus episode for you guys right now. It is part two of our 75th episode. Holy cow, 75. Enjoy the interview we have for you with the lovely Summer and Veronica. But before we get into your interview, you can hit us up on dependisplaining at gmail.com. You can send us all your questions, concerns, stories, pretty much anything you are wanting to know. Military life, true crime, we always are up for your true crime military-related suggestions, so keep those coming. And you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, sometimes Twitter if I still figure out how to use it. And please rate and subscribe like you guys do. You guys are amazing. It helps us out so much, and it's free. Well, I mean, what what better way to help us out for free? Don't forget to check us out on the Milso Muster app. Download it for free. Subscribe to the Milso Plus for $4.99 a month and you get our podcast with all of our updates, other amazing podcasts from great military sources, military spouses. You get military-related content. I mean, just anything you could think of. So Milso Muster, download for free. And yeah, enjoy the interview. I'm so glad you can make it. I'm so I'm really bummed that Jen can't, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this craziness, this video. I know. I'm I can't believe that it went as viral as it did. Like <laughs> I already have a pretty decent following, so I did but I didn't expect for it to kind of blow up in the way that it did. <laughs> right. Okay. Um so obviously your name is Summer. Summer, do you want to tell us where you're from originally? Um, I am, yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Florida. Okay. And I'm 23, and I'm an Army wife. Okay. How long have you been an Army wife? About a little over a year now. Okay, so you're newlywed. Yes, we are pretty newlyweds. Congratulations. <laughs> we got married quite fast, like, you know, the military. He was deploying. We didn't want to wait for the wedding. We needed to get everything done. So we got married at a courthouse like a lot of people. (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) It happens. Um, Okay, so you've only been married, did you say less than a year or? Over a year. Like we just, our anniversary was in December. So yeah, just hit a year. (laughs) What day in December? Uh, The 26th. Okay, that's, my son was born on the 27th. So I always like to ask people if they were born, when they were born in December, like what day? Because it's like exciting for me. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, it was right after we literally got married the day after Christmas. So yeah, oh, that's so sweet. So you're from Florida, and where yeah, are you I'm from? from where are you from right now? Because yeah, you said you're freezing, and I know earlier we were text or we were messaging, and you said it was only six degrees there. Yeah, we're up in New York at Fort Drum. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, six degrees is brutal. We lived in Montana, and we got down into the negatives, and that's something my California body cannot handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where in California are you from? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I'm from Northern California. I say Northern, but really it's like the Central Valley. I'm from um, near San Francisco. Oh, cool. I lived in um, Orange County until I was like 13. I just, it's easier for me to be like, I'm from Florida because that's pretty much where I grew up and went to high school and stuff. Right. And so you, all you've known is sun and warm weather yourself. Yeah, warm weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So, um... Where did you meet your husband? We actually met on Instagram. Yeah? <laughs> um, yeah, he came up on my discovery page when I was a couple glasses of wine in <laughs> to my night. And I saw him and I was like, oh, he's really cute. So I followed him. Yeah. And he followed me back like 30 seconds later and we started talking and he was at Fort Bliss and it's been history ever since. Yeah. How long did you guys date for? Um, the average like six months. <laughs> the average? <laughs> You know, the average for a military couple. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. Everything happens so fast. It's like warp speed. It does happen. And then, you know, because they are in the military and you don't want to, you don't want to lose them. So it just kind of moves a lot faster. And yeah, totally yeah, understand. Definitely yeah. My husband and I were only dating, we only dated for like a year and a half, a year and a half. So yeah, a year and a half. And out of that year and a half, nine months of them were long distance because he was he actually lived in Florida as well. And then he joined the Air Force and then, you know, we quickly got married and been here ever since. Fifteen years strong. That's kinda how it goes. 
mostly everybody mm-hmm. that I know is the same, like the same way. I think I only know two couples that were probably together for like five years before they got married, but they were like high school sweethearts. And yeah. That are military wives and everybody else that I talked to was like, yeah, it was about like six months a year. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> like, I know how that feels. <laughs> you just get over the driving and the flying and the planes and the trains. <laughs> I know, right? And see, you guys, you guys, younger people have it so much easier because you have all this technology to keep you in contact when you're dating. I didn't. We had like, we, I mean, we had internet. Obviously, I'm not that old, but we had internet, but it wasn't, they, it wasn't allowed in like basic training or when they were doing that kind of stuff it wasn't as um as common so it was like uh, a snail mail how we would communicate (laughs) it was really romantic i I mean uh, hopefully you kept all those letters though and like archived them we did we have them actually we uh we're going through all our stuff that we have because we're getting ready to PCS ourselves in just a few weeks. And so we went through all our stuff and we I found the letters that I sent him. And so he kept them. I was like, well, I only had like two because that's all <laughs> he was allowed to write was he was like two letters. But yeah, I kept those letters are really special. They are really special. They're very sentimental. I'm a very sentimental person, too. So it's kind of hard because when we PCS, we're going to have so much stuff because I'm such a hoarder. <laughs> yeah. I have to keep everything that has any kind of meaning. It doesn't really matter <laughs> to keep. So I know. I totally understand. You guys get the cool duty stations. I feel like the Army doesn't get that cool of duty stations. We get, like, <laughs> the armpits of America. <laughs> no, it's like the grass is always greener on the other side because I say the same thing about the Navy. It's like the Navy has the coolest duty stations and, like, the Marines, too. But, yeah, I guess the grass is always greener on the other side. I just can't wait to go back. I, like, I'm going to be very content when we're just, like, 10 hours down south. Like, that's all I need. I just need more warmth than I'm getting here. The three months out of the year that it's, like, 70 degrees isn't enough for me. Would you guys, um, are you, is he, like, eligible to go overseas? Um, yeah, he wants to go overseas eventually because he's careering. So, um, Mm -hmm. I would like to probably do like Germany or Italy because my family's very Italian. Like I'm third generation Italian. So I would Mm -hmm. love to go like meet my cousins. I don't even know, but, um, I don't know. I feel like for now, like it's kind of just more convenient to stay in the States. Um, we haven't put anywhere that's where we wanted to go. I think we want to do uh Tennessee next Mm -hmm. or, uh, like Georgia would be more ideal because it's close to family, but We'll see. I'm kind of down to go like wherever because I've always like my entire life I've been kind of a floater and like a drifter. When people ask me where I'm from, I usually tell them I'm homeless because I've lived <laughs> in like every part of the country. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that um that mindset that you have about that, that's that's great. That'll make it so much easier for you when it when it is time for you to guys to for you guys to move somewhere. Um, so yeah. that's a really good mindset to have. I feel like that's how I am as well. Like, oh, wherever you want to go, I'm going to go with you. Like, I may not like it, but I'm going to make it home and we're going to have a good time. We'll make the best of it. So actually yeah. that, um, that brings me to, to my question about this, this, um, interview is that we're doing this because of your TikTok video that went viral and I saw I came across it and just the comments were so hateful and I I was like what is wrong with this video I see nothing wrong with what you were saying so can you tell us a little bit about what you said on the video because you take you've taken it down since so don't try to look for it people so it's definitely not there there's people that have like stitched it and whatnot on TikTok but so the video pretty much was just me giving my opinion on military relationships and I think a lot of the hate comments kind of came from like, I have a very, I I say aggressive because I do have a very like blunt and aggressive personality in a sense. Mm -hmm. So for me, like when I'm talking to people, I feel like I don't really realize how I'm like coming across because it kind of just like escapes through my mind. And like what I'm saying in the moment, it kind of just blurts out of my mouth. Like (laughs) the no filter (laughs) is definitely there. (laughs) So I could (laughs) have used better words when I was speaking. Definitely. Um, I pretty much just gave my opinion on how I felt and it went, I've had viral videos before, so I've dealt with like hate comments in a sense, but Mm -hmm. that was just like another totally ass, like different aspect of um, hate because it ended up taking, taken from TikTok to Instagram to Facebook. So it was on Mm -hmm. every social media platform I could possibly think of. Yeah. Now, can, can you tell us what you said on your video since it's not available to see anymore? Am I allowed to cuss? 
No, this is only strictly for churchy people. <laughs> yes, we're <experts. laughs> Yes. Okay, good. I just, I don't know. <laughs> so I said in my video, and I think this is what pissed a lot of the spouses off and a lot of members, like active duty members as a whole, is that I said, don't be verbatim. I said, do not be, don't be <laughs> a <laughs> naggy, whiny bitch. And <laughs> a lot of people like thought I was coming at them, like coming at military spouses. So this would put me in a category as well, being like, <laughs> Military Personally spouses victimized. are <laughs> bitches. Yeah. We are. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure there's a difference between don't be and you are. Like, we all took an English class. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't say that. Um, I said don't be because nobody likes that because I don't like that. <laughs> right. But that's just my take on it. And then I was talking about how my husband, like, my husband's infantry. So they're, like, different levels of, like, friendship I feel like that I've seen from like regular boys men guys that I've dated in the past that were not military to yes. like infantry my husband has like butt buddies it feels like <laughs> like I have currently one of them down in my living room that's been here since yesterday right <laughs> and they're like best friends and I joke about it all the time I'm like what well, one of your boyfriends is coming over like it's a joke to me and I was saying, like, if my husband wants to go to the barracks and, like, drink with the guys, that's fine. Like, it doesn't bother me right. because I trust my husband. And I think that's just a mindset that I do have. And I was like, if he wants to go to the bars, like, that's fine. Like, let him go. Like, I hang out with my friends. He can go hang out with his friends. Like, being a wife isn't, like, my only personality trait, I guess, in a sense. Of course. Like, I'm my own person. I was before I met him and I am now. So, like, I feel like a lot of people kind of took that out of context and then when it got brought up, like some of the comments were funny. Like some of the hate comments were hilarious because they were making fun of like my pinky finger, like talking about <laughs> how my pinky finger is longer than my index finger. <laughs> and then some of them were like downright nasty, like being like, oh, if your husband goes to the barracks, he's cheating on you. And I'm like, I mean, not to be rude, but like, I'm pretty sure that's not a thing because there's like two girls that live in that group of barracks for his unit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he would do that to me, and I'm pretty sure they probably have better things to do than hang out with my husband that doesn't pluck his unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's just kind of, like, my take on it. But then it kind of got sent around through TikTok, and other people that were active members were giving me, like, where has this girl been? Like, why can't everybody be like this? Or, like, she gets it. Like, she understands. Because, like, I've been through a deployment with my husband. I've been through the field with my husband, like, 90% of the time, he's not on his phone texting me. And I've learned from, like, veteran wives that have been doing this for, like, 10, 15 years now. And they're like, don't blow up his phone when he's doing – when he's gone on whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, like, that's his job. And if he's worried about you being like, I miss you, I love you, like, why aren't you talking to me? It's just going to make him feel bad because yes. he's gone or just put him in a different kind of mindset that he doesn't need to be in. Exactly. So yes. that was my, what I was trying to say with the video. And it just got very blunt, like out of context, like very out of context. Right. So, yeah. What were some of the comments that really like messed with your head that you were like, oh, that was uncalled for? Um. So a lot of the comments were being like, you're like from, I probably had 150, 200 comments, probably more being like, your husband's cheating on you. Just admit your husband's cheating on you like calling me like a pick me girl, which is like Gen Z for like, you're like, I'm looking for attention pretty much. And then um, I got death threats. Uh, oh. Somebody leaked the neighborhood that I lived in uh -huh. and pretty much doxed my house. And then um, somebody threatened my mother-in-law. She went after I turned off my comments on TikTok, went over to my Instagram and said, oh, how's uh, my mother-in-law's name, like fourth grade class doing? What? And I was like, what? Yeah, so it got very out of hand, and then she threatened to come to my house and, like, said that she was going to find me at Fort Drum, and she's going to be here and, like, try to beat me up or whatever. And I was just like, you're insane. I was like, you're getting this upset over a video. It's like, it's a video. Calm down. I'm, I'm yeah, talking to like, you directly right now. Calm down. Yeah, Jeez. like, you're literally, like, your panties are in that big of a toy. Yeah, <laughs> Like, over are, a video. It was a video. way up in there yeah. in a huge wad. <laughs> yeah, like. Oh my gosh, like I can't even I wouldn't even be able to get like that upset over a TikTok video because 90% of the time it's just the internet and stuff gets exploited and like blown out of context anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I feel like people take it too to like too much to heart. 
So it just kind of, it really hurt me because, and I had other wives that have like somewhat of like platforms or platforms on TikTok where like, that's pretty much their entire TikTok page is like being like, like being like dependent content or like being like women empowerment, like kind of stuff when they're trying to like talk other wives through it. And I had one really nice girl who's, husband's a marine and she like was like this was like good intention but like bad advice kind of thing like with the way that I was speaking and I said thank you like I appreciate you doing that and then I had another one who called me out in her video and was like making fun of me like being completely super rude like high school level like caddy okay and didn't tag me in the video didn't know that I saw it and then was like but like women empowerment and I was like how are you gonna say women empowerment when your entire like page pretty much is dragging somebody else down and like depend on content i'm like that's that's pretty like backwards to me and it's like very so it just got very out of hand i was getting dms i was getting messages i it was it was bad (laughs) so right so when i saw your video like i saw it and i was like oh she's not wrong that was my thought process and then i was like let me peek into the comments and that was a big mistake. And I was like, how can people be so mean, especially the men? It was mostly men that I saw commenting. And it was yeah. it was a lot of like, um, that he, you're just wanting him to go out. Like you're, pre- you're saying he should be going out with his friends because you would have Jody over. I don't even know if they still use that term. Like that. They do. I'm pretty, they do still use Jody. But to my sense, like, I think it's just more... Like, I think when people comment stuff like that and they're talking about Jody, and, like, I get the military has a pretty bad reputation with, like, cheating spouses and things like that, but not every marriage is like that, and I feel like people don't really take that into account. Like, trust is a normal thing in a relationship, not even a military relationship, just a normal relationship. Like, I trust my husband. Like, if I was going to cheat on my husband or, like, he was going to cheat on me, I feel like it you... You could do it anywhere. Like, I'm a bartender. Like, I literally could, like, meet a guy at work and be like, oh, do you want to go to my car? Like, you know? Or he could go to Walmart yeah. and, like, meet a girl. And, like, right. put, like it's not a sense of, like, I'm going to go to a bar or he's going to go to a bar and we're just cheating on each other. Like, that's not the, really the thing of it. And I feel like people right. don't really get that. Like, 2021. Like, let's normalize. Right. I, exactly. No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that because the military is such a – you know, it's a community in on itself that it feels like it only happens in the military, but it really doesn't. It can happen in any neighborhood. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the military. It's like, you know, people stray from their marriage. It doesn't mean that because they are in the military, they are going to cheat on their significant other. I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, I was just, what I think of it too, is that like, I think the military has built up such a, like, I don't want to say, okay, I'm just going to say it. it has like that background of like cheating spouses and Jody. And like you hear all of these things about mm-hmm. military men or wives. And it's just, it's really not like that unless you're, you're just that person that's crappy and is going to do that to your significant other. Like it's not even, it's just, it has to do completely with people and it's not even the military as a whole. Like it has gotten right. this weird reputation of being that when it's really not like that at all it's just that could literally happen like you said in a normal like marriage relationship whatever yeah I just think what it what it is also is that someone who's going to strain the marriage is going to strain the marriage no matter uh, no matter their position in life if they're in the military or not however in the military a spouse who cheats on their you know spouse is probably going to do it with somebody within their community that's why it makes it seem like this is you know that the military is breeding cheaters but it's that's not the case and and i mean people people in the military should know that they should know that and i feel like the people that do say that are probably scorned like it's happened to them or they have done it themselves yeah and like i think we've all been in a relationship like i know i have like in my when i was younger like i've definitely had boyfriends that had cheated on me and like i've been there and like even if i was unhappy in my marriage which i'm not like my marriage is fully like he's my best friend but like i've been in that position of how it feels to ever like get hurt like that and get cheated on and i would never put somebody through that unhappy or not 
through what I went through personally. Like, it's just, it's a mental thing. And I know people get lonely, especially with like deployments and stuff, but that doesn't ever make it okay. And even to joke about it or just assume like stuff about people is just very, it's very inconsiderate because we already go through a lot as a whole. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I think the hardest part about that whole video and like how it got so misconstrued was that it's like your own community and like the wives that are supposed to be like helping you or like having your back or understanding where you're coming from mm-hmm. completely did it. And it was more like I was getting absolutely bullied. Like I haven't even posted on the Fort Drum Wives page when I have questions in the last two weeks because I'm scared. Like I'm genuinely nervous that right. I'm just going to get like people are going to be nasty and I don't want it. <laughs> well, I really hope that this is a platform for you to share your story and give your side of things and hopefully calm these people down. Like, I just can't believe that they just lashed out at you so much when I myself have seen people be unfaithful in the military. I have not. Um, and my, to my knowledge, my husband hasn't cheated on me either. And exactly. I guess I'm none the wiser, but um <sighs> It just, it really hurt me. I was like, how can you be so hateful? Like, you know, and I could tell you were really young and I was like, why? And I did see one of the comments and if you want, we can totally edit this out and you don't have to answer. But I did see one of the comments from one of the males on there and he said that he was your ex. And yes. <laughs> he did say, oh, this is, this is funnier than, than anybody can imagine. You guys know because that was I, a guy that I had dated Actually, this is really funny. Um, so I'm I'm gonna be honest, I'm bipolar. So I dated this guy when I was 21, freshly 21. Um, he was 27 and he was in the Air Force. My hometown is right next to Patrick Air Force Base. Oh, okay. So there's military guys everywhere. And he did and I dated for like a month and a half, and the whole time that we were dating, I was in a complete manic episode like the entire time because I didn't know I was bipolar I drank a lot like in that whole like span of that year I was drunk a lot of the time like being 21 but like being bipolar on top of it like it kind of made it worse and I didn't even realize I was bipolar so we dated it didn't end well it was only like a month of my life that I'll never get back and like he's not a bad guy or anything like I think it was more like me and the relationship and when I saw his comment I was like Oh, great. Like, yeah. Love that for me. Somebody I haven't even spoken to in about a year and a half, two years. But I mean, so. his comment made it seem like you guys might have dated a little bit longer than a month. But I feel like a month yeah. is not enough time to get to know somebody. No, not even close. Like, it was literally a month. And then he went TDY. And then he broke up with me, like, right before he left. <laughs> it was, like, kind of, like, a use and abuse type of feeling for me. But I was also manic. So I... <laughs> And that time frame, like when I'm when I'm in an episode like that, like it kind of explodes and I'm literally not who I actually am. And I mean, it was it was stupid. Like I was 21. We dated for a month. We broke up. It was a whole thing. And it is what it is. And he saw it. And like I was like, I don't even talk to you. But like you probably would post a comment like that just to like get some like relevance out of this whole thing. Right. <laughs> but at the time you didn't know that you no, had bipolar. I had no idea. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So being a military spouse, being bipolar and have crippling anxiety, like I have everything. I don't think the crippling anxiety ever goes away. Let me tell you once. Yeah, especially um, in this lifestyle, like their deployments and their TDYs and just their career field, just in general. Um, I'm not too familiar with infantry, but I've read a little bit about it um, through the true crime. So it doesn't sound very safe at times. Um, no, it's definitely not. So when my husband deployed, I was obviously like super, super nervous. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, we just we literally got married. I moved up to Fort Drum from Florida, right in like that month span. And then he deployed in March, and then COVID hit. And then so he left on a Friday, and I lost my job due to COVID on Sunday. So I was stuck here with nothing to do with nobody to talk to. Yeah. My husband was like, stuck in Kuwait because of COVID could barely talk to me because the Wi-Fi sucks on that base. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a whole thing. Yeah. So I get the anxiety part because I've already had anxiety and I've struggled with it for a long time, but I never talked about my mental health issues until I got somewhat of a platform to be able to talk about it and open up about it because 
I feel like mental health has gotten really to the point where a lot more people are kind of bringing it to light. Like they're not shoveling it down like it's nothing anymore. And I feel like, especially with military wives, depression is very, very relevant. And so is anxiety. And it comes with a lot of just the territory of it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know that. So with me already having these things like prior to even being a military wife, like it's kind of just like, I definitely have my days where it like gets heightened and it's just very uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. it, it sucks. (laughs) It's not fun. It's not, no, it's not. No. Um, Speaking of deployments, going back to your video, I related to it because of my husband's deployments, how I would see him when he would come back from a deployment, how he was so like the friendship he formed with these guys that he works with. It was so much stronger and it was really nice, nice to see. Like it was such a good feeling to be like, why? Like the way they connected, you know, their inside jokes. And I, I absolutely loved it. It was so neat to see because I got to join in on the laughs too. So, yeah. And you get to hear stories of yeah. deployments and stuff too, which is also really cool. Yeah. So, and I always encourage him, like, go out, go out and do stuff, you know, stop being such a dad, like, go out and have friends. But, He's so busy all the time and he does, he gets out with his friends. And that's also, that's really cool. So for you, like, it's like, he's, he's also like, he works, he has you and then you guys have a child as well. Like for me and Trent, I feel like we're in in different circumstances because it's just me and him. So we like to do these things together. We're, I'm 20, we're both 23. So obviously like we like to go out, we like to like go have drinks with our friends. Like we like to do stuff like that because we're still able to, because we don't have a child, Right. you know, like. We are st- we still have that like financial freedom and like freedom to be able to do so and not have to worry about like sitters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when my husband came back, so he, well, when he was at Fort Bliss, like he had the greatest group of guy friends. Like they were super super close. They had just deployed together to Afghanistan, and when they got back, they were like best buddies. And when me and him already had met, like he already had these like bonds and relationship with these guys. And when we got to drum, like, I kind of saw it kind of deteriorate in a bit because he didn't have that relationship until he deployed with these guys. And then when he came back, they still had, they had, like, a really, like, weird bond. And I feel like a lot of wives and a lot of just members in general, like, it's kind of hard on both sides because when you're a wife and your husband's coming back from a combat zone deployment or just, like, a deployment in general, he's got these great friendships Mm-hmm. and you also I feel like a lot of people don't really think about like the way that your husband could be when he comes home like this is like right you know because they could be different as well like you have right. to like kind of reform your relationship in a way yeah that integration that reintegration portion of the yeah. of the re- yeah that's that's a tough one that's tough to be able to get used to them again and them getting used to you and then you know they have these special bonds with the people that they were deployed with and then it's like well I'm not in on that bond like it's just with them so I can see where I could stir up some issues um, but for someone like with your mentality and my mentality, what I think is like, this is wonderful. Like, I love seeing that bond. Like, I love seeing that side of them. Yeah. And I love it too. So I completely, that's what I was trying to say in the video, but I feel like, I mean, I, I definitely, when I posted it, I didn't really think anything of it because when I first posted it on TikTok, it got nothing, but like I had service members I had spouses like I had everybody they were being so good like so nice very very like positive in the comment section and it was great like I had probably one or two comments here and there out of like thousands of comments of being like thank you you get this like finally like somebody's like me and they understand like I had a lot of women that related and a lot of service members that related Mm -hmm. as well so it was really cool when I got moved to other platforms that's when it kind of took the turn and then when other people started like duetting it or stitching the video on TikTok Mm-hmm. which is where they can like take pieces of the video and then like make it their own video upon it. And it's like all in one clip. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of started to take a turn because then you have other people putting in their, like how they feel and being like, Oh, well they're your husband's probably cheating on you if he's going to the barracks. And that's just how it started. Like the whole world win. And I think my favorite comment out of the entire comment section was just admit your husband's cheating on you. And I was like, <laughs> I probably wouldn't even, I was like, I would, A, I would know, and I would say something because that would hurt him. Like, I, I would be, like, I'm petty. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. obviously I would say something, but, like, even if he was, why is that your business? 
Yeah, just like why would I admit something yeah, like that? Like why would it. I just be like, oh yeah, my husband is cheating on me, or like yeah, we do have an open marriage, which we don't. Like I was just like some of these comments, these people were really reaching for like a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. So obviously, when somebody's attacking you and your husband, my husband's my best friend. Like I'm gonna defend him a hundred percent. Like I'm gonna defend him, and I'm gonna defend myself. Like I'm not gonna let all these like keyboard warrior people coming at me sideways on TikTok saying things that they don't even know. I'm going to defend myself and I'm going to put my two cents in. So I was, I was being mean back and that probably wasn't the best way to handle it, but <laughs> I was like, you they know, were what? Asking like, for this, it. <laughs> this is insane. I was like, you guys are literally asking for it. I'm getting attacked. You guys are threatening me. You guys are threatening to beat me up. People were threatening to show up at my house. I was like, you know what? I was like, you, whatever. I was like, come to my house. <laughs> Over what? Over you saying, stop being exactly. a nagging bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, now you just sound like an Aggie bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, it was just, it was insane. <laughs> yeah. So I do have another question for you. Um, and again, if you're not comfortable answering, you don't have to, or we can totally edit it out. Um, I did see somebody saying, I don't know what this is, but fans only? Is that? Only fans. Only fans. Only fans. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. And so I'm making a big a part stink about only it. Only fans? Okay, I'll have to try to break this down. OnlyFans is a website that you can, a lot of people use it for sex work, I guess you could say. Like, okay. it's used for other things. You can post anything on it. Like, if there's no restrictions, you can post whatever you want. So, <laughs> I did this. I made an OnlyFans. I ta- Obviously, I talked to my husband about it before I just jumped on the train and decided to do it, right? Okay. You, I'm... You make money on the website by selling photos of yourself. Well, I do at least. That's what I do. I oh. saw a lot of people doing it for money during COVID. Like, photos and I of what? Photos of myself. Oh, like personal photos? I'm not naked. I'm not naked. I'm wearing lingerie. Like, okay. I'm like posting like boudoir photos, kind of, is okay. what I could post. And me and my husband had this conversation, and we were like, you know what? Where we have a lot of stuff coming up this this year, like why not just do it for extra money and give us like a little more wiggle room? Sure. Like I'm posting what I'm comfortable with. He takes my photos to post. Okay. <laughs> like he he's fully involved in it. Like he's my he takes my photos. He helps talk. Like people can talk to you and like DM you or whatever. And it's like a monthly subscription website where you pay an X amount every month and you you get to see my my content that I'm putting out on there and. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted a part two. It was like a part two, I guess, in like a way where I was just kind of like, you have to be secure in your marriage and be comfortable in your marriage. And I was like, and I got a lot of heat for having an OnlyFans. And I was like, a lot of wives were like, oh, well, that's not like wife-like and like that's inappropriate or like your husband doesn't get mad at you. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, my yeah. husband doesn't get mad at me. I'm like, he'll pick out what I'm going to wear. He's like, he picks it out. Like he's very involved in this. It's like a business in a sense. Like, yeah, it's not wife-like. <laughs> supply and demand. Like I'm supplying something and they pay for it. He, we, we profit off of it. And I make very, very good money. Like where I could stop bartending if I wanted to and do it full time, but I don't because obviously I need to have like a normal job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, I no, can't just, like, there's no shame in that. Like, no, and it's how how is this of, different than being like a fashion model and doing the same thing like exactly. Victoria's Secret like model? Models. And people were like, "Oh, that's disgusting! Like you're disgusting!" Like a lot of guys on that video. My husband was looking at the comments because I was really, really upset when they released that video of me because the only place that I promote my OnlyFans is on my TikTok mm-hmm. because I don't I don't necessarily want my mom knowing that I have it because like <laughs> obviously somebody <laughs> went looking for you then if they were able to find you. Well, I don't use my real name on it is the thing. Like I, I have like, I have a link to it in my link tree in my, in my TikTok. Oh, and I make like okay, one or two gotcha. videos where people can go look for it or find it. But okay. when they took that video, that's when I got really, really upset. And I was like, the fact that you didn't ask to take my video and you just posted it on your page. Like usually the way that it works, you have to ask the creator of the video if they can pull your content and post it on another website. Mm-hmm. or wherever they're going to post it. Like, that's usually how it works. So I was kind of offended that they didn't ask me. And then it's getting around. I had people that I know, as obviously, as you saw, a kid that I dated for a month, my ex-boyfriend, I guess we could call him, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying that he, like, saw that video. And I was just like, well, th- I was getting, like, slut-shamed in that comment section of the part two. 
And then the guy's being like, oh, well, what's her OnlyFans? Like, what's the link? Like, what is it? And I'm like, okay, so, like, you're going to slut shame me and then be like, oh, well, what's her link? Yeah. And I'm like. At least they pay you. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you can pay me to look at it. Like, you're not going to see anything, like, super special. But, like, I'm just like, this is so backwards. Like, the mindset is so backwards to me because the way that I compared it to, I was like, I like how I'm getting – I literally said verbatim in the video, I was like, what's the difference of me having an OnlyFans and you going on TikTok or Instagram and watching a video of a girl shaking her butt or being in a bikini dancing around or posting bikini pictures or lingerie photos and you follow Instagram models that do the same thing, but me posting it on OnlyFans and catching a bag for it. I was like, what's the difference? There is no difference. That's literally what I said. There's no difference. (laughs) I was like, work smarter, not harder, guys. Like, it's not that hard. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. So I was like, what are they talking about? I have no idea what this OnlyFans yeah. was. So I'm glad you um, explained that to me. And there's no shame in your game. Like, you're making money. It's fine. You're not hurting anyone. You and your husband no. are two consenting adults and agreed to it. Like, it's nobody else's business yeah. what you're doing. And, that's, and you know what? And I think it's kind of funny that that actually happened because it made me think about it and more of, like, an aspect. I was like, my husband... Like, I get, like, why? Like, this is what I don't like. Because this is 2021, right? Like, women empowerment is such a big movement. Like, feminism is, like, so popular right now, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I was, like, I think it's crazy that women still have to hold this, like, authority figure in the household of being, like, the perfect little wife and being, like, I cook, I clean, I do everything, and I just make my husband happy when that's not the way that it I mean, it's like that, yes, but, like, it's also not like that. Like, I'm also a living, breathing human being who has a full-time job, works 40 hours a week, and happens to have an OnlyFans. Yeah. (laughs) I can't say it without laughing. I'm like, but, like, we're in this movement (laughs) of 2021, and you guys are still slut-shaming people. Like, that was insane to me. I was like, this is crazy. I feel like this is insane because I know in high school half those guys probably were sending out these girls' nudes to other people (laughs) for Mm -hmm. free to laugh at them. Like, whatever. Right. That's where I just thought it was kind of crazy with like the whole thing. So yeah, only fans. <laughs> no, that's great. I don't, I love it. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I just, it's, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. If I was maybe like 20 pounds lighter, <laughs> and I could afford the lingerie. I'd probably be doing the same thing, but nobody well, wants to look at this hot on. mess. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. That's where I get everything, and that's what I told everybody. Like, I've had girls like ever since I posted that video. They're like, "You've really inspired me to like do this." I'm like, but I feel uncomfortable this way, and I'm like, uh, "There's a market for everything." I'm like, "You can literally post whatever you want on that page: your feet, your hands, your toes, whatever. It doesn't matter. You eating pickles? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> People will buy it." Oh. <laughs> uh... Watch me eat this lemon. <laughs> yeah, it's like watch me eat the lemon, like ASMR. Like people love that stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I just think it's crazy because I could have said I had an OnlyFans and I could literally post like, I could be like a SoundCloud rapper on OnlyFans <laughs> and be charging people for it. Like you don't know what I'm doing on there. Like, yeah. so I just think it's kind of crazy where I just said OnlyFans and everybody's just like jumping to conclusions. And then when I finally am like, yeah, I post like fit photos on it, but like it's what I'm comfortable with and I'm not naked. So like. Sure. Why do you care? Even if you were naked, it's not, it's nobody's business. It's like, no, I know. The, the people do paying it. for I, it. Definitely, since I started that OnlyFans, I will tell you now, sex work is work. That it takes me hours to do it and take photos <laughs> and edit photos and post them. It's insane. Like, I was like, wow, this is actually a lot harder than I thought it was going to be going right, to it. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, like a year ago, I interviewed um, a friend of ours here and she has, um, uh, a boudoir business she does it our sweet friend Allie and she takes pictures that are so empowering and I'm always like Allie I'm gonna come to you I'm gonna lose like 10 pounds and she's like no seriously like the power of a pose can make you look so good and she'll like post stuff on her Facebook and they're just so gorgeous and so it's like this this it's a vulnerable bit but empowering picture at the same time because you know it's like the female the female body is so beautiful and they're like in their lingerie and they look so wonderful but it's like I can never do that like every time I get out of the shower I tell my husband don't look at me <laughs> it's gross me, no don't feel like that at all because you know what like during COVID like going into COVID I was 
135 pounds. Like I was tiny and I'm tall. Like I'm 5'10". Like I'm, I was a very skinny person mm-hmm. and coming out of quarantine, I weigh 160 pounds. And I honestly will tell you, I have never felt more beautiful in my body with this extra weight than I ever have in my really? entire life. Good for you. Like it has made me more confident. And since starting this OnlyFans, like my confidence has just skyrocketed because I feel so beautiful and so empowered and so like sexy with what I'm doing and what I'm posting that it's really honestly made me feel more confident. And I, I've honestly said I've loved every single minute of it. My husband even said he was like, I feel like, <laughs> like he literally was like, I just feel like you have like this something like about you since you've started doing this is just like you seem brighter and you seem happier and you seem like you just feel more confident in yourself. And like, I've always been a confident person as it is, but like it's kind of made it like worse where I'm just like, I'm really full of myself now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wonderful. I love hearing and that. And I that's love great. it. Honestly, I say put on that lingerie, babe, and go take those photos and tell me how you feel because you will feel amazing. Too much jiggles, Summer. Too much jiggles. <laughs> oh my God. Jiggly butts are in. Are you kidding? <laughs> and I'm And I'm a fitness instructor and I'm like, this quarantine has been too good to me. Like... This needs we to. all love jiggly booties. You look beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. I Embrace. have um I have been blessed with a very large rump. So <laughs> my husband loves it, but I'm like, it just there's a lot of jiggle going on. It's like it needs no. to stop. <laughs> Everybody loves the big butts now. Like I love working out too. And like I had no booty, like no booty at all. And when I started lifting heavy and like building muscle back there, I have a little bit of a booty now. And I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I've always wanted a butt. Like you see people like Kim Kardashian with the big old booties and everybody wants them. I know. People now, pay for that. Now it's a you thing. You got it. Yeah, you no, got people, it for free. Yeah, people pay for it. And it's like, dude, I grew up, you know, from very, from very little from when I started school up until like high school, I got teased so much because of my butt. Like it was just like. They would just call me all sorts of names because of my butt. And thank God for J-Lo. And she came on the scene. I was this is really showing my age back in the 90s. When she came on the scene and it was like all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, we love her curves. And it's like, I've been carrying the, this ass my entire life. And it's like, it's just now getting I've recognized. I've been putting this work in with this ass bag here and got no appreciation. Yeah. So now it's like, well, it's there and I had it first. So suck it. Yeah, you're winning because you're an OG with it. And you have to think like now, like every girl wants a big butt. And that's what I've been saying because I've I've always been jealous of people that had butts because I got teased for not having a butt. Like everybody made fun of me because I had no butt. And they would make fun of me and they would tell me my butt was flat. And I was like, well, I know. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) Everybody points it out. And then you got people like J-Lo, Kim Kardashian, like all of these girls. And then people start paying for it. Like BBLs are like a big thing right now where people are literally – getting their fat taken from their stomach and putting it in their butt cheeks. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. It's a thing. Now. So I would rock the big ass. Like you <laughs> got it, want it, girl, like get to it. Like I, I have full faith in you. <laughs> I have no choice. So <laughs> it's stuck well, to me. It's beautiful. And if that makes you feel better, that that's a thing. Thank you. Embrace it. Please and stand, take those yeah. Please stand by for my only fans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just pictures hey, of my butt. Photos when you're done, I'll hype you up if nobody else does. <laughs> I'll be like, girl, yes, work it. Yeah. You and Jen will hype me up. Jen will be 100% behind me. And Jen has these long-ass giraffe legs, so she'd be great on it, too. I, I'm down. You guys should do it together. And then just send me the photos, and I'll tell you guys you look awesome. <laughs> uh, you're so funny. Maybe you'll start an OnlyFans. <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm going to go talk to Kyle right now, to my husband, and be like, hey, what do you think of this extra income about, I'm about to make? I'm going to make us rich. That's my husband said. At first, the idea, like, we, we've been bouncing this idea off in our head with this OnlyFans for months, like, three or four months, I've been like, I want to start an OnlyFans. And he said, no. And then I was like, okay, fine. I didn't bring it up again. And then around like November going into Christmas, like obviously like money gets tight for everybody around that time of year. We travel. Yeah. We had to go to Florida to see my family for Thanksgiving. And then we go to Chicago for, um, for Christmas every year. Cause that's where he's from. Okay. And he was like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe you should start an OnlyFans. <laughs> and I was like, oh, now you want now me to Now you it. want it. Yeah. Now that you want, now you want to exploit your hot wife, and that's what I tell him. I'm like, I'm like, you're like a pimp. <laughs> I'm just getting pimped out. <laughs> he's the one taking the pictures of you, and like <laughs> together, he's like, oh, you should pose like this. You should wear this. So, 
Yeah, like I'm getting pimped out by my own husband. So great. <laughs> That's fine. It's okay. I'm sure we'll get a lot of hate for that too. It's all right. Calm down, people. I think it's funny. He just doesn't like tell anybody I have it. But like if people ask me, I'm just like, yeah, I have it. What's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to send you the link? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> $15 a month. <laughs> yes. I might afford one month and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, great. I saw that. Um. So <laughs> Oh, so I wanted to ask you one more thing because I this comment that I read I found hilarious and I like read it to my husband because my husband saw the video too and actually that's another thing I want to say he he said he saw nothing wrong with it he's like no he's like it's not it's something that we wish all our spouses could understand like you know um so we were all in the same boat together but um I read him this comment and we both laughed because it was someone saying how much you used your hands it's like people were complaining how you were using your hands a lot when you spoke and it's like someone said it looks like she's trying to fling a booger off her finger and I could not stop laughing (laughs) because I talk with my hands a lot too I'm Mexican so I'm used to like in your face with my hands a lot so, but that but that booger and the finger cracked me up. I was like, oh, people, you guys are funny. I think that comment wins that whole comment section because <laughs> I saw <laughs> that, that comment deserves literally an Oscar. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw a lot of people making fun of the way that I talk with my hands. And I was like, I'm Italian. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you, as if you see me talking in this video, just wait till I'm mad. <laughs> Yeah. And I start clapping at you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I talk with my hands a lot too. So I totally understood that. And it's like sometimes it just, yeah, it it might come off as as aggressive, but we're not being aggressive. It's just a cultural thing. And that's what I literally tell people all the time because I was like, I literally posted a comment on that comment section and I was like, I like how the most like mean things that you guys can come up with to be mean to me is making fun of my hands and my fingers. I was like, do you have anything better? Like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. Uh, people are just so <laughs> And I had so many petty. people commenting trying to hurt my feelings. And I was like, nope, wrong. <laughs> uh, so petty, right? I was like, that one didn't sting. And that's where I was like, I'm really petty. Because I literally went before it was the first video, before the second video got out. And, like, that's when I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to put my foot down on this one. Mm-hmm. And the first video, I was just like, this is hilarious. Like, this is so funny to me. Because the comments, they were trying so hard to be mean. They were just picking me apart. It was like little things, like tiny things. Like they weren't making fun of me. They were making fun of like my fingers. They were making fun of how I talk with my hands. Somebody made fun of, um, I think he was making fun of like my nails because I have acrylics. And he was like, oh my God, like look at her fingernails. Like she'll stab. I'm like, you guys are literally making fun of my hands. Yeah. It's just nitpicking. Like, do better. I'm like, really? You guys are just <laughs> nitpicking people. I'm like, I, because I guarantee you, if I click on 90% of your profile pictures, I will make fun of you even worse. Yeah. I'll be meaner. I think you're just lovely. I've, I'm having such a fun time talking to you. Um, okay. Is there anything that you want to say to our listeners that may have seen these videos? Um, just to, I don't want to say to defend yourself because you really have no one to defend yourself for, but just, you know, anything that you would like to say. Yeah, so I, I said it on TikTok and a lot of people didn't see the video because I've been my, honestly, like my TikTok's been a hot ass mess since this whole thing started. I just, anybody that I did offend, I do apologize because I did use vulgar language and that's just my personality. I get it's very aggressive and I could have used better words when I was describing what I was trying to talk about and I could have probably done a lot better of a job than that. So if I offended you, I really do apologize. It really hurt me that I did hurt so many people's feelings and that wasn't my intention with the entire video. I had completely good intentions. I didn't think it was going to happen the way that it happened and I regret it. If I could refilm it and post and post it up, I definitely would, but I'm trying to kind of take a break from that Mm-hmm. content right now because of how it went so if I did hurt your feelings I'm sorry and if you thought it was funny I'm glad I can make you laugh <laughs> and if you think my voice is annoying so do I <laughs> no 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 so that's where I got a lot of the hate comments too was my voice a lot of people thought my voice was annoying. Uh, I just feel like people they're so petty at this point it's like what else are you gonna pick well I think that your video I related to it I, I have the same mindset as you do um as far as um how we interact with our spouse and that relationship that we have with them 
um, and not being that type of wife where we're, like you said, being a bitchy, nagging wife. Um, I do have to nag my husband on occasion to do something, do. right? But as far as it, when, when it comes to him and hanging out with his friends, I encourage him to do it. I want him to go out and meet. I have told my husband on many occasions, go out, go flirt with the girls as long as you're not like you know, engaging in something you you shouldn't be. It's fine. It's like, go flirt, go pick up some drinks, go buy some drinks. I'm totally okay with it because I know who he is and I know that he'll come home to me. Um, and I hope that he can live with himself if he has cheated on me. Well, I hope he can live with himself too because if he's cheating on you with that juicy booty, that's his fault. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, come get this at home. Don't look at the rest of it, just the booty. <laughs> yes, just the booty. What I will leave you with this too is that being a military spouse is hard enough. And I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff in this whole this aspect. The internet is a very dangerous place. I had ex-boyfriends see it. I had my OnlyFans leaked. Um, be beautiful. Mental health is also a really hard thing with military spouses. The suicide rate for military spouses is very, very high. Mm -hmm. um, just be open. Talk to people that you get along with. Don't feel forced to talk to people that don't have the same mindset as you. And don't let people put you down because at the end of the day, we're all beautiful and we're all in the same community. And I feel like we all have to have each other's backs to and agree to disagree. Yes. And we don't, yes, we don't know what other people's backgrounds are. We, are, we don't know where they're coming from. But... We don't know where they're going exactly yeah so you know i'm i'm a firm believer of fixing each other's crown yeah so. and always readjusting it just because so, we're all beautiful queens and we all have to act like it too yes and that's the one thing that i will leave everybody with is that <laughs> that's wonderful thank you so much summer i had such a good time talking to you i wish jen could have been here um but with the time difference it's kind of crazy but this was um, really insightful, and I really enjoyed it. I think uh, our listeners will, too, and I hope they um, are able to leave with the different uh, the different thoughts on you and good thoughts, of course. And, I um, so. yeah, I hope you get more subscribers to your OnlyFans. Me, too. <laughs> so you can make more money. <laughs> Yeah. My OnlyFans is fun. I'm not I'm not hating on anybody with an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. If you want, I can give it to my husband so he can give it to the fire department because there's a bunch of horny firefighters over there. <laughs> no, we're okay. I'm I'm doing pretty well on OnlyFans. I will say that. Like I <laughs> pay in the bill an extra. Good. good. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me. I had such a good time. It's been really nice. I've never done a podcast before, so if I stutter, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you did great. This was awesome. I Yeah, that was what I was really nervous about. I was like, wow. I was like, I hope I do okay on this. Like, I can't talk full sentence. See, I can't speak full sentences sometimes <laughs> because right. I get nervous and I just like stutter. Yeah. No, this my was ADD great. I have so many things flinging to my head at the moment. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was great. Um, thank you so much. You're welcome. No problem. If you ever want to have me on again, I'm more than up to it. Absolutely. All right, you guys have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, too.